0: Hello and welcome to your weekly podcast from Freestyle Media uh, in partnership with The Magic Five uh, where you can get 15% off a pair of their custom fit goggles uh, by using the link in the description to this episode. Uh, You can also check out Oxalt Strength and Conditioning. Uh, That's Nathan Oxford. He's a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, He works with athletes including swimmers uh, and he's been getting some great results for his swimmers uh, both in and out of the water. Uh, So that is www.oxalt.com. Uh, okay, so I'm joined uh, this week by Jamie Brown, uh, who is part of Derby XL Masters Swimming Club. Um, and you guys are hosting uh, a Masters, of Deve- uh, Masters Development Day uh, at Ofton Leisure Centre, uh, a week on Saturday. That's the 23rd of September. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the podcast, mate. Hi,
1: Joe. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, really looking forward to chatting through, through everything with you and uh, getting to tell you all about uh, everything that we've got planned.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're actually uh, not too far from each other. I- I'm based in Matlock. You're, I know you're sort of Derby Way. It's just started raining as we as we've hit record, and, and I'm I'm sorry to say, but I've got some washing on the line, and the uh, uh, oh, it's no. it's, uh, it's really it's really affecting me. We we have this like weird thing, a five second countdown before we start the podcast, and as the five second countdown started, I looked to my left, and I saw this just a load of rain. And I thought, oh for goodness That's sake! Opened. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But you know, we we are where we are. But uh, but listen. Um, so first of all, um, just a little bit about yourself. So as I said earlier, you know, you swim for 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 DX, as as we like to call it. Um, were you have you always been kind of part of that club, or or have you just kind of come in as a master swimmer?
1: Well, we're actually um, we're a bit more of a recently formed uh, recently formed club now. So we uh, we merged with City Derby, who was my kind of parent club um, growing up as a swimmer. Uh, and we merged with Tabentio XL, as it were earlier in the year that kind of all became official uh, so we're now Derby XL as a swimming club as, as an entity itself and um, that's just kind of made us stronger in numbers I guess if you like and uh, and put us in a position to be able to kind of push forward both in our performance squads and uh, with our, our, our age group and masters squads as well so um, yeah so it's, uh, it's a group that's come together kind of a little bit more recently in its whole entity. Um, I've been part of City Derby Swimming Club uh, as it were for upwards of 20 years uh before kind of you know learned to swim pretty much with the club and then went all the way through myself as a swimmer um that then transitioned into coaching uh, a few years ago and uh, I kind of found my passion in master swimming um about four years ago now um uh, having done a few on and off sessions and things as well so I've been in and around master swimming for a little while um and, and you know the, the more the more you do the more involved you get the more it sucks you in I guess doesn't it so uh yeah, yeah. we've uh we're going from strength to strength at the moment with that.
0: That sounds fantastic. And, and I have to say, I didn't realise there was a merge with, with City Derby. So, so that you said that's across all the age groups?
1: Yes, yeah. the two So the two clubs have completely merged together. Um, like I said, with moving into the new facility at Morways, it made sense as a perfect opportunity. Uh, you know, it's been very well documented, hasn't it, that um, swimming clubs and finance uh, has been stretched at times with the energy crisis and things over the last couple of years. So um, it's been a really positive move for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember um when it when it was DaVinci back in the day, I remember when that club was first set up, it was kind of like the mid the mid noughties, and I was a a junior to myself at Belbo. I mean, I never never went to DaVinci, but I remember it sort of coming into existence and City of Derby at the time were the top club in the county, and then DaVinci kind of became this elite squad of Derbyshire. And um yeah, interesting to interesting to hear that they've merged actually. And I'm sure, as you say, you're kind of going from, from strength to strength. And you mentioned you've um done some coaching. So do you currently have another role besides being a master swimmer yourself
1: yeah so i'm i'm the lead coach for the master squad um so i kind of um, organize and coordinate a lot of that We're, we're really keen to be a very collaborative group so um you know i i'm not someone that dictates the set program um it's very much around what the master swimmers want to get out of the club um i'm really keen to allow them you know and i want to kind of facilitate really rather than to dictate um so you know you, you I guess your traditional performance programs will have a coach in mind around certain set cycles and certain set meets and you know our performance masters that uh, are targeting you know national and international competitions will follow those kind of same mm-hmm. programs um but equally we have swimmers that are training for open water some tra- swim training for triathlons we've got people that swim for fitness within the squad as well so um there's a real kind of diversity within that that allows for um quite a range of training that goes on within the same pool so um it's a it's a really good group to coach Um i get a lot out of doing that as well
0: yeah it sounds fantastic and i, I apologize i didn't realize you were the coach there i, sh- I should have i should have known that beforehand but, uh, but that's brilliant and i know um that, that the dx master score is the, one of the great things about it is you have a lot of pool time don't you so you kind of you actually have availability most most evenings
1: yeah we've we've been really well supported by our committee as well uh the, the work that they've done to try and support and facilitate that's been really great. Um, it's little things like, you know, a lot of master summers fitting it around work and families and things. It gets challenging to train five, six times a week as, you know, and, and to fit all that in as well. Um, but they've been flexible around payment structures. They've been flexible around attendance to sessions and, um, you know, where there's been an accommodation that we can make to try and help Summers to be able to continually train and get the most out of themselves um, while also having you know lives to uh to contend with as well is uh has been really great so um we certainly couldn't have, have set up what we have without their support needs as well
0: yeah i'm
1: really r- 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 sorry i interrupted you i think it's probably also a time just to uh shout out yuri as well so yuri's our uh, derbyshire masters representative but he's also the masters coordinator on the committee as well and uh so an awful lot of work in the last few months to uh to set up and and um kind of put in place a lot of the uh, things we're going to talk about today so um, yeah and I guess say thank you to him really like I said there's a huge amount of unpaid hours that goes into stuff like that isn't it so uh,
0: yeah absolutely and well I I know volunteers across across clubs all over all over england it's uh it really is one of those sports isn't it that yields great people because you know pe- people are doing this off their own backs and uh which Definitely. is which is great and, and listen i think it's uh sounds like a fantastic setup i know a couple of the swimmers that, that swim with you which is uh, which is great so um and you have set up this uh master's development day um which is uh quite quite a new i mean it's quite a new thing generally i would say i mean i've, I've certainly not known anything like this. It's, it's an entire day, sort of nine till four. Um, a number of different speakers, obviously we'll get onto all of that. Um, I know it's, I know it's a DX first as well, if you like. Um, so, if, I mean, I guess like what's inspired that? Because I, I imagine this is the sort of thing that a lot of junior and age group clubs would get. So did it, has the idea kind of come from maybe s- some successful ones that you've run there?
1: I would say it has. Yeah. And, and I've done things, you know, back when I was age, age group squad coaching sorry get my words out um we did kind of similar sort of things where we'd have talks and information for parents and things as well and you know a lot of our master swimmers are ex-junior swimmers they've you know experienced a lot of that from a, a junior perspective but we just felt there was a real gap in the information um for master swimmers you know the the information around sports psychology and how you get the best out of yourself when you know you're not able to train as many times as you would like for example or how you deal with injury prevention as you are an older swimmer, and you know, th- those kind of processes felt like there was a bit of a gap there. Yeah. Um, so, we really wanted to put something in place that was, you know, really hands on, really involved, really um, kind of informative uh, and tailored for master swimmers. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be uh, partaking nutrition talks, and, and the club again have supported us with that. Uh, but a lot of that is designed towards uh, the bulk of our membership, which is, you know, younger swimmers and performance athletes that are you know significantly younger than some of our members uh in the master squad so we wanted something that was really tailored towards them sounds
0: great and um the point you mentioned a, a second ago about how how can swimmers get the best out of themselves when you know it's not always easy to to train i i find that's the biggest conflict isn't it in in our swimming lives if you like a, as adults when when you're a kid it's it's so easy you just go to every session your mum or takes you you've got nothing else on but you know, here we are. The washing's getting soaking outside, and you just think we've got other things going on in our lives. That you know, it does mean. Oh, should I go swimming today, or should I go to the gym? Because I'd like to do both. Um, you know, they're both helpful, and it just—it's a constant. And obviously, you try and have structures in place, but it, it doesn't always work like that. And things get in the way, and then you—you've kind of you, you're one session behind for the week. You're half. You know, it's a Wednesday, and you're thinking, right, okay, I need to try and make up X and Y. It's—it's it's a really difficult conflict. So actually, having this kind of information, yeah, it sounds great.
1: Yeah, and it's you know you when you find yourself chasing your tail with things like that, don't you? If you're you know counting meters or if you're counting hours, mm. um, it becomes very very difficult to to manage performance in that that regard, doesn't it? Um, so you know we've we've tried to I guess that's been my biggest uh, transition really actually as as a as a coach to go from having summers that I know are going to be there six seven sessions a week um, where I can work with them consistently and you can build the progression in training cycles that you you want to. Um, finding that when you've only got some as at sessions for two or three sessions a week, and they've got lives and kids and families and work, it's um, it's been quite a transition as a coach actually, and I've really enjoyed and kind of relished that as well. Um, definitely,
0: yeah. No, sounds sounds good. So let's talk about the day itself then. So it, it kicks off at nine o'clock, and kind of just go through the different things that will be that will be on throughout the day. So I, I assume a lot of a lot of this will be dry land and, and people giving information maybe in, in a meeting room or an open space.
1: Yeah. So. Like I said, we, we were really keen to have a really hands-on day, a day that was going to be, uh, you know, not listening to a PowerPoint all day and, and listening to uh, information, if you like. We wanted to have something where swimmers were involved, swimmers were getting, you know, the opportunity to partake in that, to do things as well. So we've uh, we've organised two swim sessions within the day. Uh, one of those swim sessions, the first of which is uh, more around uh, fitness-based swimming and how we can build aerobic bases, how we can uh, expand on training at times and make the most out of that those limited precious hours we get in the water uh and the second of which is a bit more of a competitive uh, framework so we're looking at starts turns finishes and how we can um, make those gains within within that time in the pool as well um, i know a lot of master swimmers up and down the country get a lot of time in the water but very often don't get time and access to things like blocks and uh, starting equipment and things as well so you know where we can provide that opportunity um, I think it's uh it's really important to to take that time and to do so as well. And then yeah, in and around that, we've got some uh some experts and some professionals coming in to do some work with us as well. Like I can say I, I kind of brief for them has really been about how can we tailor this to a Master Summer's Day, you know, and how can we make sure that we are targeting um uh, you know a range of swimmers all the way from uh you know across the master's ages, but um uh, not tailored towards age group swimmers so much. Uh, so we've got uh, a physiotherapist that's coming with us today. Uh, currently working with the NHS, um, he is going to come and talk to us a lot about how we can uh, improve mobility, flexibility, and how that can then benefit uh, within the as well. Obviously, that's quite important from an injury, pers- uh, sorry, injury prevention perspective. Yeah. Uh, something that we can all benefit from. Uh, we've then got a sports psychologist, uh, Dr Karen Howells, as well. So she's a uh, lecturer. at Cardiff, Metro, uh, Cardiff Metropolitan University. Uh, she's going to come and talk to us a little bit about the sports psychology behind that as well, how we can approach racing, how we can get in those correct mindsets, and how we deal with uh, you know bad training weeks, tough weeks with being busy and out of the pool, injuries, um, and the, uh, the psychology that we can uh, build from that as well. Uh, she's previously done some work with with our club, and uh, we found that really beneficial. So we're we're really looking forward to that as well. Uh, The third guest that we've got coming uh, along in the day is an ex-professional swimmer as well, uh, say say ex-current professional swimmer, I apologise. And that is someone that's competed at major championships, it has been a medal winner at major championships as well, but uh, someone that we've uh, made the decision to uh, leave the name of blank for today as a little surprise for those coming on the day. Uh, So we're uh, really excited to have them. I will be in specific Coming along to, to talk about their experiences and how they've transitioned from junior into senior swimming as well. Uh, again, I think there's a lot of uh, parallels that we can draw from that. Uh, that master swimmers will benefit from too. So yeah, it promises to be a really, really good day. We're hoping to get some networking done. We're personally, you know, I'm really keen to master swimming in Derbyshire um, off the ground and really kind of uh, into the forefront of people's conversations and minds within within the county. So we're looking at opportunities to network for going to, you know, European Masters and World Masters and things as well. You might find that there's master swimmers in one in a in a club in the county that um, perhaps you know maybe don't uh, are interested but don't know anyone that's going and actually them having that opportunity to network with those other swimmers I think might uh, might mean that we get more swimmers going to to those kind of events as well, which you know is only ever a good thing, isn't it?
0: That all sounds absolutely fantastic and. I think what's, what's really interesting is that you've got your two swim sessions. Um, you mentioned the first ones more around, um, how to build an aerobic capacity off limited time. So it is, is how you're kind of going to run these sessions. You're going to maybe do some talking first, and then you're going to get in the pool, then you're going to get out the pool, maybe have some lunch, do some more dry land, uh, conversations with obviously some of the guests you've got in, then go back in the water for the next part, then come back out for the final. But is that, is that kind of how it's going to be split or?
1: Yeah, that's that's the plan for the day. You know, we, we kind of wanted to have that variation in there and, and getting people in the pool, getting people in the gym to be able to do some of those activities and kind of go through some of those things and, and almost practice what they are, what they're hearing on the day, I think is really important too. And um, I'm a, uh, a school teacher by day myself. And, you know, one of the things that we wouldn't cardinal sin with our students is lecturing them on what we want them to do and never giving them the chance to practice. So, um, you know, we're really keen to to build that into the day as well, to give people the opportunity not to just, you know, listen to how various different stretches or various different activities pre pre and post pool might reduce injury, but to actually have the space and the time to to have a go at those and to, uh, to hopefully to feel some of the benefits of, of that as well. It's, it's
0: honestly this is gold dust for for swimmers if they can make it I, I really really would um you know really would recommend it It sounds absolutely brilliant are you, are you leading this yourself jamie or is there a team yeah, of so, you or?
1: so there's a, there's a few of us that'll be there like i say um yuri is our master's coordinator who has done the bulk of the organizing for the day and um, has been the brains behind a lot of the operation of putting things together um he has uh, he he'll be there on the day i'll be there leading the day and kind of facilitating most of that Personally, I'll be coaching the sessions as well. So I'll be there in a roundabout to, to facilitate that too. Um, and there'll be a few of our master summits from within the club that I'm sure we'll pitch in and help out where we need them as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. I'm quite interested. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't want really you to give away your content from the week, from the weekend when it comes around. But just, just very briefly, sort of, so that our listeners can, can kind of gauge some sort of... Um, you know interest from what you're going to be talking about that around the kind of building an aerobic capacity of limited time what's the kind of outline message for that like is it the type of sets that people do what kind of like zones they're working in is that
1: is that kind of what you're you're looking yeah, at broadly speaking yes, and I think it's important that um my philosophy's always been quality is better than quantity as well. <laughs> and, you know, if, if we're understanding, um, I've, I've had swimmers in the past that, that are convinced that, or have convinced themselves that, that in, in order to improve, they must just do more hours. And, um, you know, by, by being able to educate swimmers on, on the kind of sports science behind some of that and how that, that works, um, from, from that perspective, I think will really help, um, we're hoping to give some ideas of sets that will kind of help those things as well um, and and give some suggestions that are going to help on on those kind of ideas. Um, and equally, you know, how we can maximise that time within the pool. Um, you know, I was talking to our squad last summer uh, before the summer break about how we can maximise that time. And ultimately, that is good warm ups out of the pool and, and good cool downs and, uh, and post-pool activities afterwards. Uh, you know, most people would jump at the opportunity to extend their session by half an hour, but the reality is, if we do 15 minutes dry lander before and 15 minutes afterwards, uh, that that is the reality of what we've achieved, isn't it? So, um yeah, we're we're looking to try and build some of uh of that in. It, there is, you know, there's only limited hours in a day to be able to do that, but and uh, we're not going to make anybody a fitter swimmer in one day, but hopefully we're going to send them away with the tools and the understanding and the ability to be able to do that. Is is our aim? Well, that's-
0: that's what I was going to say. You're going to empower people to go away with the knowledge to then kind of put it into practice themselves. And, and again, what, what I'm interested in here is that a lot of swimmers who I guests may come to this day are part of a club. So they don't necessarily train on their own. So if there are recommendations that, that you guys are giving and, and the, the guest speakers themselves are giving, uh, is it then important for those swimmers to go away and maybe have a conversation with their coach or their other team members and say, well, look, you know, maybe we should start implementing X and Y
1: that's that's exactly what we'd love to do and um, we're really hoping it becomes a bit of a ripple effect that you know right. people come find themselves motivated and inspired and educated by the day and um, to a point where they then go on and share that knowledge as well and um, you know master Summon is such a collaborative environment isn't it we want people to to have access to that information and knowledge and we want people to uh to then be able to pass that on to others and um, so that they benefit as well so we're really hoping yeah. that that has that ripple effect
0: yeah, yeah, and the
1: physiotherapist remind me who who that is. Uh, so that's Doctor uh, Greg. I think Doctor Gregor Kelling, uh, who is a uh, an NHS physio as well. So he's, like yeah. he's worked long standing. He is a uh, from a swimming bit of a swimming background as well, so understands the sport. And um, again, we're, we're really keen to to work on uh, on some shoulders and get some uh, some things worked out for people as well.
0: I was going to say, so I'm guessing a lot of this will be around pre-pool, uh, post-pool, and just kind of general maintenance, yeah. uh, so that. You can kind of train at your best stability
1: and race at your best stability and, and kind of the ongoing process of that as well um, yeah. you know it, it is something that, that takes time isn't it to to develop but we're really keen that that has um, lasting benefits um, into people's training cycles and you know if people are increasing weights in the gym and working in those kind of things how can we do that right. in such a way that's going to um, help them rather than hinder them when they start and um, perhaps upping training intensity and things as well so we're really keen yeah. to, to kind of build that in Um, one of my personal experiences really I've I've, uh, struggled a little bit with shoulder injuries as as a a kind of junior swimmer Um, but that's made me a lot more aware of what I'm seeing when I'm coaching as well Uh, we've tried to do a lot of work on building some of the correct kind of stroke technique and um, the correct kind of power application through the strokes in order to prevent that um, strain on the shoulders as well the impingement that you get within that Uh, so we're hoping to kind of educate people on, on some of those things and hope to build uh build some uh some further resilience with that too.
0: yeah again this is all sounding like real gold dust information for people um and then obviously we move on to the psychologist and again this is a fascinating kind of uh, topic really because this is well this as well as the physiotherapist is a very personal thing so this isn't something that you would necessarily go back to your club and and say to your coach okay maybe we should start doing this set or that set this is this is very much a personal thing some people love racing some people get I mean, everybody probably gets nervous about it, but but people get like excited, nervous. Some people p- probably really worry about it, overthink it. It's such a fascinating subject. So again, do you know broadly what what's going to be covered?
1: I think I think there'll be a range of things in the day, but I think a lot of that will be on picking how we approach, like you say, racing. Um personally, you stick me on a block and I absolutely love that. I, that is that is me and my element. Um, yeah. but I know there are some that have struggled with um the the stresses of of racing and the pressure of racing as a child and that's you know carried forward with them into adulthood and um you know one of my um, favorite things about masters swimming is watching those summers go from age group competitions where it is very intense and very stressful and there are lots of parents watching in the background uh through to masters events which are um equally as intense but in a whole different way um yeah. and, and i think that's you know, such a great environment to share, but I think there's a lot we can do with, um, with Dr. Uh, Dr. Karen on, on how we can approach those events, how we go into the leading into the weeks up to this, what we do in in our preparation mentally. Um, you know, one of my old coaches always used to say a happy athlete is a fast athlete. And I think how we can look after ourselves in that. Um, and our, the, the, the mental benefits that we get from, uh, from swimming are, are huge, aren't they? So the more we can mm-hmm. do to, build those conversations the more we can do to educate people on how they uh they are thinking and feeling when it comes to potentially racing but then potentially training as well. Um I think that's that can only be a benefit to everybody.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. You are right in what you say about the carryover from from being an age group swimmer to being a master swimmer from from that psychological point of view when you are racing, the, the pressure that you might have as a as a kid um with the you know with the parents watching and all that all that kind of stuff. But I kind of feel like it's um, I mean, at least from my experience, it's like two different pressures, even though there is a carryover, it's two different pressures because the pressure that you feel as a master swimmer is okay. This is now I'm doing this for me. Now I'm I'm no longer, it's no longer mum and dad taking me swimming. I feel like I have to have to go you know, I love it and all the rest of it. And also, um, as, as an age group, you generally get faster every year, just simply because you grow and you get bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. So you kind of, your times are always going down. You get to a masters age group and suddenly your times are. You're not seeing the PBs anymore and it's trying to hang on to the to the times that you've got. And the psychology is so different. And so it's it almost feels like a different type of pressure. So again, really fascinating subjects, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think that that drop off times is, is a very interesting dynamic, isn't it? Um when you consider that that, you know, there may be people that won't achieve the times that they've achieved in younger age groups and younger age categories. And how you approach then being the best that you can be as as the athlete you are right now, um, knowing that perhaps your body in, in years past was a, was capable of faster is, mm. is an interesting dynamic, so we're really hoping that we can, we can help and support swimmers with that as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's an obvious question really, and, and, and we'll kind of, um, you know, I'm sure you'll provide a very obvious answer, but what what's the goal of this, of this whole day, uh, as you say, it was kind of inspired from, from maybe doing this at an age group level. So you're thinking, okay, masters, there's information missing, as you said earlier, what's the kind of, what's the takeaway for people from all of this?
1: I think for me it's empowerment i think it's empowering us to take control of our training and control of who we are as a swimmer as well Uh, and like you said master swimmers are in and around the pool because we love the sport Uh, we're in and around the pool because we love training because we love racing because we we want to pit ourselves against the clock on whatever stroke it might be and i think what we wanted to do is just facilitate people in in being able to do that and you know we felt like there was a a gap in uh, the in the market, but a gap in the information really between what master summers were able to access versus what they were getting in training sessions. And we felt that this, as a day, was going to be able to bridge that gap really well. My aim is, you know, is is to, like I say, to empower swimmers to, to take that on further and to hopefully to improve from there as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And obviously um it's the first event that you're gonna you're gonna have held in this capacity from a master's point of view. So I don't wanna to look too far ahead, but is this something that you're thinking becomes a series or becomes once a year? Like what, what's the thinking?
1: Um I think we're gonna see how this one goes. Um yeah. there's definitely there's definitely plans in place to to make this, you know, a more regular event. Um I would imagine it would stay within the region for now, but whether that becomes something that we can share with other counties and other regions of the of the country, you know, uh, like I say if if it helps swimmers um, within that regard, you know I'm sure it's something that we could be collaborative with, and we could share as well. Um, this is you know this isn't about it being a profit making exercise, or it isn't about it being you know anything like that. This is about making getting the best out of the Summers that we have, and, and doing the most that we can for them. So um, looking forward, I'm hoping that it's something that we can build on. You know, like like I say, I'm hoping that we'll find out of the day we'll have some successes, we'll have some things that we'll do differently. Uh, and in twelve months' time, there may be know uh, customers that actually are benefiting from something else that we can add into a day as well, which would be great to involve
0: absolutely yeah uh, and one thing that we you know we, we've all kind of learned since covid is that we've now got this wonderful virtual world as well that's that's kind of available to us i um, mean it was available available to us before but we, we've kind of really realized its potential since then um I suspect with an event like this, I mean, you, you talked about pool time, so literally physically being there and, and being able to swim is, is important. But from <clears throat> from the point of view of, of the talks that, that people are going to be giving and stuff like that, it is something that you could run virtually. Is it something you consider for the future?
1: I think it is. Yeah, I think um, you know some of the talks that we've had within the club, in order to to reach all of our members, have been in virtual as well, and they they are successful. But I don't. Th- I think there is that that human contact of being able to, to talk to somebody or, uh, you know, from a, from a physio perspective to demonstrate some of the moves that, that you might, you know, stretches or mobility exercises that we're seeing. Um, so I think there's a lot of power in holding that in person as well, but definitely there is, there's a huge scope of availability, isn't there in, um, the sort of things that we want to share. So, um, there's, uh, there's opportunities there in the future too.
0: Yeah, no, sounds fantastic. Sounds fantastic. And it's 49 pounds per person. Um, how can people sign up? Do they go to your website?
1: Yes, yeah, so there's a, uh, a link on our website um, that takes you through. There's a, a schedule of the day. There's information there as well. Um, so that kind of runs for everything that you'll, you'll kind of need and all the information there too. Um, if you're following any of the um, Masters Facebook uh, events and things, there's there's some kind of information that we've posted out there in the last few days as well. Uh, and you can access some of that too. Uh, and one thing that uh, DASA, Derbyshire, ASA have been uh, keen to do is to, to back us and support us with that too um so if you are a derbyshire res- registered swimmer you'll be able to claim a discount after the event as well um which makes the, the kind of total cost of the event even even cheaper than that too so uh, a big thank you to them for uh, for supporting our master swimmers with that too
0: yeah that's excellent that sounds that sounds really good and final question is um it's obviously going to be quite a personal event uh quite a problem a small event i'd imagine how how many spaces are there and how many spaces are or how many spaces are there in total and how many are are left
1: yeah so um we are we're running the event as a smaller one to begin with there's 24 spaces available and we're looking at just under 10 spaces left i think um when i last checked uh so there's a limited number of spaces available for that too um but it does mean that the information that you'll get the opportunities to question and answer there as well will mean that hopefully it's as tailored as we can possibly make it um, we did look at expanding the event to a larger number, but we didn't want to lose that personal nature to it. Um, we wanted to make it that uh, make sure that the people that came and uh, that do come on on Saturday um, will get the benefit from uh, the real kind of personal nature that, that that brings as well.
0: Yeah, completely agree. And just for context for listeners, we're recording this literally Monday evening, so um, so this is out the following day. So so where Jamie says this kind of nine spaces. Spaces left. They're probably still around that many. Uh, that many numbers. So, uh, so get on it now. And it's a it's an Lodge Centre. It's really close to the M1, A38. So it's, it's easy access for people that are maybe traveling from different counties. Um, sounds like it's well worth uh, well worth your money well, well well worth a go. It's nine till four uh, on Saturday the twenty third of September. Uh, so thank you very much, Jamie, for your time and uh, all the best. I hope it goes well. And um, yeah, I'll be interested to hear sort of some feedback from it.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for uh, for having me on and, and letting us talk about this platform and um, and hopefully we uh, we can share some future successes as well.
0: Absolutely, thanks a lot.